Hello and welcome to episode number, Lance. Randy, did I mute? <laughs> oh yeah. What what episode are we on? <laughs> uh, let's see. What are we on? I, I don't know. Episode 66? number three of season three. So we got the uh, two threes lining up. I thought you'd have it right on your the tip of your tongue. I'm sorry. I put Lance on uh, on on uh, uh, on notice there. I shouldn't have. Lance, do you forgive me? Of course I forgive you. Thank you very much. I'm sweltering in Lance's house right now. Uh, I think he's worried that I'm just going to take his stuff. Uh, uh, Lance is calling in from uh, the East Coast. I am in Lance's house on the West Coast. Raleigh is actually in Vietnam. Uh, uh, and I, I got to tell you, Raleigh, it's fantastic that you found the time. And uh, it's like six o'clock in the morning there. It's amazing to have you on the podcast. Uh, there is a hockey scene just going off right now in Phnom Penh. It really uh, wherever is. I am when right you, now. When you see a new culture take to hockey and and the the culture starts uh, adopting to it, you just know you've done something right with your life. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, take it take it to the streets, my friend. Uh, today uh, we are going to be talking a little bit about uh, coaching, um, and it, it is one of the things that I think separates hockey. Uh, from all other youth sports and i'm gonna say that uh most of you coaches out there mwah, chef's kiss you're fantastic people <laughs> we love you uh, you do everything right and we are the problem the parents uh not talking about we just like the people who benefit from from their labors of course we're the problem right right exactly but and this is a strong but and this is a big but um, a big but i know i know this is a huge but that I'm coming right into You're going your to uh, edit in uh, so I, a little uh, Sir Mix-a-Lot. Uh, yeah, I'm hoping point. my big butt makes it through the speakers. Uh, and so it doesn't bother anybody coming. Uh, but anyway, my big butt ha- says uh, that there are some things in hockey coaching and there's some situations in hockey coaching that I think people need to ruminate upon, think about. They need to have it in their minds because... I don't believe that they notice that it is this kind of a problem. And yet I've seen it on several teams. Uh, and so I feel like I'm doing a service to the, uh, to, the, to the general managers, the hockey managers, everyone out there. My big butt is doing a service for you today by bringing this up, pulling it into the light and allowing us all as a hockey community to maturely discuss it. Sounds Awesome. I, I love the groundwork that has been laid here. <laughs> Thank you so much. Both of you are the best. Now, um, I have been, uh, my children have been on several teams, n- a number of teams, right? Uh, outside of the hockey world. And uh, let's say Coach Mix-a-Lot. Let's, let's go back to what you were saying. Coach Mix-a-Lot is my, my kid's uh, baseball coach, right? And they're like, hey, and you're on Mix-a-Lot's team. Okay. How many times, Lance, have I shown up to the first practice and Coach Mixalot wasn't there? I'm going to say a lot. No, never. Baseball, soccer. Oh, baseball, yeah, yes. No, football. Hockey, never. <laughs> okay, here. Like every other sport I've ever had my children play, bowling, 
Uh, not that we really were into bolding, but, but any of it. When you said you're given a coach, that was kind of a, a solemn pact between you and the, and the group that you were playing for and that you were paying. And, and you expected when you showed up that that coach would be there. And that coach was there. Now, Coach Ralston, right. would you like to take a guess at where I'm going? I mean, I know I've kind of laid out a roadmap. But oh, I, I know where you're going. You know where I'm going. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fill in, of course fill in, we do. Fill it in for us. Fill it in. Well, um, uh, well, Lance, I don't want to steal because Lance is on a phone. I mean, yeah. the, the, the man is he's doing. Okay, I'll tell you. You're in I'll Phnom Penh, for God's sakes. Go ahead. <laughs> my, my fir- our first year, six years old. The coach came to, uh, I think, even came to our house to convince us to sign because of the great time and all the development and the learning. And, and it was just going to be the greatest experience of all time. And then, as Randy said, we show for practice and there's a different guy. I'm like, who the hell is that? And they're like, oh, you didn't hear the coach quit and moved to Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, incredible. That's the that's the, the, story. the guy made a house call. There are never, hockey coaches out there that make house calls and then abandon the house, which is amazing <laughs> to me. They made a they, house call for, yeah. for mites. Oh, and, uh, that's so funny. So what about Dave? Do you have a situation like that? Um, well, uh, you did. I was there. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we, we've been on teams. Well, yeah, we've been on teams where, uh, well, funny thing, we showed up one year. We didn't know who the coach was going to be. We were trying out for a team. I was like, why were we doing this? Isn't that great when you don't even know? Like somebody's gonna be here. I I hear there will be a coach here. You know, it'll be good. Just so you know, people wouldn't even smoke cigarettes that didn't have a brand name on the front. You know that? And cigarettes are things that are not good for you know what I'm saying? But you need to have a name on the front of the pack to get even a nicotine addict to suck that into their lungs. And we showed up not knowing anything. We're like, okay, we'll play hockey. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. your kid, you're, you know what? We'd like to invite you guys to pay us a bunch of money to be on this team. Fantastic. Yeah. Who's the coach? No. <laughs> well, there'll be a coach here. I, I, can, I can guarantee you that. Yeah. Okay. In the wind. Let's, let's sign up for that. That sounds great. <laughs> uh, there How about been... the time, Randy? Yeah. They promised us a coach, and we, we paid for a coach. And then we got there. And what did we go through? Three coaches before we got to the coach we actually paid for? Yeah. We had three coaches. Basically, the club looked at us and said, no, you don't really want that. Once we'd signed, okay, we said, <laughs> we want this coach. And then we signed. And, oh, my God, that was the stupidest thing. And then they said, you don't really want that coach. You want this coach. And for a while, we were like, okay, okay, we're, we're idiot parents. They know better than we do. But then that coach never showed up. Like, like we'd be at a, like practice. He was coaching another team. So it was like, our coach was not our coach. He was just, the name of our coach was on the roster on the, uh, on the uh, website. And that's another <laughs> thing I'd like to talk about. If hockey programs don't update their websites more, you're not going to be taken seriously. Cause I have all these like hockey things. Like when you're going to try out for like hockey things and they're like, you know, last updated 2016. And you're like, you know what I mean? How many times have you been like to like this, like like the website of some hockey program? And they're like, no, we, you know, in 2017, we're going to have King's Night, you know? And you're like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> don't, you hey, love, Randy. don't you love when organizations 
uh, like especially back in the, I don't know, uh, let's say five, seven years ago, the internet was still somewhat new yeah. and uh, someone would like basically make a, a whole website for maybe the, the organization. And then those parents leave and they, ha they made the website and the, <laughs> now the organization doesn't have any access to it. So they can't even update it. So what yeah. do they do? They just like, instead of, you know, uh, our program.com, they, they register our program.org. And now there's two <laughs> competing ones and you go and you Google and you're like, what, what the heck? This one's from 2017. What, what's going on here? Okay. We've it's slipped into general organization, but I want to stay on coaches. And that was my fault. I, I did this. So I'm not, I'm not take I'm not saying it's anyone's fault except my own. But what I'm saying is I don't think hockey can be taken seriously uh, as a growing youth sport unless the hockey clubs start realizing that that when they say that you have a coach and they have to mean that that coach is going to be there when you show up two months later after you've paid for what you're what you're doing next year it's just too much of a uh, of an outlay on your part on your part not to have some consistency and to expect something from from the club itself Right, then, then, and then what about not only that, but you have this huge Lance, Lance, you're going in and out, Lance. Of, uh, Lance, of, you're, of you're coaches, in like you said, who don't show up on day one. But what about also? Oh, no, go ahead. Go, we got you now. We got you now. Just keep going. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I was saying. Uh, uh, don't you love technology? I said, you know, you have the coaches that don't show up on day one. What about the coaches that quit after day one? We have had coaches quit on us. Uh, uh, yes, uh, of course. Uh, but uh, I can kind of understand a coach that quits because that that means it wasn't planned and something came up and the coach quit. You know what I mean? I, I don't that doesn't happen in soccer, by the way. We've never had a soccer coach that like something came up and they quit. We've had several hockey coaches that have quit. Uh, um, and I don't believe it's my fault. I, I never talked to some of them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like sometimes you're, you're talking about this and you're like, I wonder if I'm the main component in all this. But no, some of them I didn't even talk to. Uh, uh, and they still quit. Uh, so it is a strange, uh, the, the, the worst story was the one at, at, uh, when I was down in, in, um, what was it Burbank? And we were told that we had a certain coach and that coach just stopped showing up. Uh, and you're just like, oh my God, you know what? I wouldn't have signed here for this other, this guy that they gave me, you know, the, that we're with now, uh, nobody, you know, nobody signed up for him. And yet that's, that's the thing you, you signed up for, uh, this guy, they played a sleight of hand. The guy said, ah, I don't want to coach two teams anymore. And so now you're left on a team and you don't know any of anything about this guy. You just signed up for almost as bad as what Ralston and I signed up for. I mean, in fact, it was, it was the same as nothing. We signed up for well, the year that we signed up, not having a coach, same as the year I signed up having a coach that decided not to come to practice. <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah, I was going to say um, there, there's a, there's some warning signs there. Yeah, there's some things you can see, like if your coach, like welcome to the Golden Bears uh, over the over the, <laughs> the the front of the. If if you want to know, that's a that is a good sign that you are in trouble 
when you walk in. I was you, just going to say if go ahead. This is not um, this is not specific to any program, but if you look at and you see your coach's name, and they're the head coach of your team, and but they also are the head coach of mm, two other teams, and they're also <laughs> the assistant coach of uh, maybe two more teams on top of that. And uh, now you're talking uh, about the rain, by the way. And there's a whole they, other program that yep. they actually own. And they have two junior, junior teams. Team. Yeah. Maybe this is something where you look at that and say, I don't know how many days, you know, how many hours there are in a day, um, how many days there are in a week. I've heard there's seven, but, you know, is there, is there a human being that can be in five, six places at one time? Yeah, there's a semi-famous uh, example of this in Southern California at the Junior Reign, where the head coach <laughs> of the 18 AAAs, the 16 AAAs, the 15 AAAs, the 14 AAAs, and one or two junior teams, I'm not kidding, is all the same person. Yeah, that's that's multitasking that guy is one busy dude and you know the the only thing that makes up for it is the fact that he's such a light-hearted and warm individual <laughs> that you know it's like it's like having winnie the pooh as your coach so I, <laughs> that's the only thing that comes back and you're like oh what a sweetheart hey he may not show up but at least he's pulling down the bucks with all those teams i actually didn't mind him by the way i, I liked him as a, as a coach uh but he he certainly had way too much to do uh and and like you said uh, you either you could rely on him being there most of the time but and he, oh wait he also coached a high school team i forgot uh, there was a high school team as well. That's right. Right. ACH or not ACHA, uh, uh, Anaheim Ducks uh, High School. Uh, so um, I'm sorry I, I left that off. I recall also that he, when he had his junior team, year this year's before that, uh, I remember his team coming up to play the team in Valencia, the WSA, when it was, when he had WSHL team yeah. and uh, drove the bus. He drove the bus up there. Of course. <laughs> this guy, quite honestly, there is nothing that he does not do for hockey. Uh, but I, there's only so many hours in the day. Ralston was right. Uh, the, you know, it is it is a it is a it is a red flag. I would say uh, uh, when when you see that your coach is coaching uh, one or more teams beyond yours. Yeah. Well, also, I mean, it doesn't have to be seven teams like this example. In the example you bring up, it could be two. And yeah. that's the problem is like, did people really hold the, the, and you know, that's the other thing you sign a contract, which says all the things you can't do. <laughs> you don't like the way things are going. Isn't that weird? By the way, you're absolutely right, Raleigh. That is a great point. You sign this co uh, uh, conduct, uh, uh, you know, uh, professional conduct from your side. Uh, um, and you'd kind of like to see the same documentation coming back across the 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 desk to you wouldn't you you certainly would huh yeah funny how that works no i think that's a great point coach I, i'm gonna start uh, suggesting it uh although probably my kids won't get on any more teams now <laughs> <laughs> right but, but yeah. you know what you'll have made a you, you know you'll have uh struck a blow for all hockey parents Hey, and I, I love you'll be celebrated. I love taking one for the team, coach. I love taking one for the team. That is yeah. absolutely right. You if, know what, I, Randy? They'll be yeah. saying one tiny wrist shot 
for man, yeah. but one giant slap shot for hockey kind. Well, I was thinking one giant butt <laughs> because that's where we started out here. Like one. It, sound, it sounds so perfect over the cell phone too. That, that, that you that do. It, it, you know, uh, a little echo next time though, if you could get a little bit of that. It, I don't know. Go to the shower. <laughs> where are you now, Lance? Are you, what part of the room are you in? Uh, you want to know I gave up on the room. I'm actually in the parking lot. You're in the park. Oh, could wow. you go into your shower uh, and like just the, for the very end so that we could have some like sound effects? Uh, just think about it. <laughs> you don't have to do it right now, but think about it. Well, I turned on the speaker for a moment, but I guess that didn't work. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, whatever works, works. Um, I did, did want to. Uh, did you yeah. ever uh, did you ever hear auto tune the news? Um, Did you ever see I, any of was those? Was that like R. Kelly or something like that? Was like no, 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 no. It was, it was these guys, and you know they got they got the uh, that the auto tune um, device, and they would just do like news stories, but they would write little songs and uh, and then use the auto tuning to, uh, to to turn the clips. Uh, a lot of these were like memes. They're some of them. They're very funny. It's called auto tune the news, and I was just going to say earlier. When Lance was on, did did you not detect that? I, I'm sure I'm sure this is going to be on the recording. He was talking and it it sounded like he was auto tuned for a minute, like he was going. <laughs> 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 yeah, you know, when we listened back, I just I just hope it oh, captured it. It was because it was perfect. It, it sounded like it'd be nice to have a couple of memes uh, out for Lance Alexander. I mean that that you know if you can get that Lance, you know you've made it. That's hockey lore. Exactly. Yeah. Well, so. hey. I, the audience will be impressed because right now I am standing and I'm looking across the street at the Milwaukee Wiener House. And that wow. what sounds what very are you in? <laughs> <laughs> I am in downtown Sioux City and that looks uh, it actually looks very inviting to me. Well, you know, yeah, I you bet know? You some good dogs go there. on over. See if we can get an interview. We haven't had an interview <laughs> on the podcast for a while. Maybe you could just interview one of the workers. Man on the have... street. Yeah, man on the street kind of shit. Yeah. Yeah, you can there ask you him what, for, what former NHL player, you know, what, what, <laughs> what junior players that were playing for Sioux City uh, that are now in the NHL came here and what kind of like uh, hot dogs are they like? You know, Patrick Kane, did he play here? Well, yeah. you know, did, did he like the Chicago <laughs> dog or the, uh, I mean. Exactly. Or the with or without dog. relish. I can, I can already taste mine. It's going to have mustard, relish, and onions. Oh, well, you are, you know, you're lapping us uh, with neither. What what kind of, uh, like, uh, are you going to have some pho? Uh, isn't that like Vietnamese uh, soup? Uh, is there any, like, pho vendor near you, Raleigh? Um, I, mean, I mean, you know, that's too commercial. I yeah. mean, I'm in the place where there's, you know, everything you get is from a street vendor. Uh, a I bit of a wet market situation. Some, yeah, it's some kind, something that looked like yeah, exactly. Okay, I got the picture. Thank you for that. Okay, uh, I just ate a bad. I'm gonna I, admit. I want to uh, move to from the coaches that aren't your coaches to the coaches who you want to be your coach, but they're not the coach because they're the assistant coach. Let's see if you can follow me here. Have you ever been on a team where everybody liked the assistant coach better than the actual coach? Uh, and, and did you ever have any upheaval because of that? Well, Randy knows him and I were involved in the big, the big revolution. Yeah, the Pasadena right? Revolution of uh, 2012, I believe, is what they called it. Uh, yes, we had exactly. An yeah, we had an assistant coach that everybody liked and a head coach that nobody liked. 
uh, and it was, uh, and it, it, like you said, uh, in, in podcast past, the head coach knew that nobody liked him. And uh, it was so, uh, it, it was just, it was such a sad, I mean, that was not a good Awkward. Thing. Yeah, very awkward uh, to have somebody there. They're like, you don't like me. And we're like, yeah, well, that's because you weren't supposed to be our coach. We still don't know why you are. <laughs> I mean, that was the weirdest thing. But, you know, like, have you ever had an assistant coach that kind of, I can tell you, there was one assistant coach uh, I heard about at the Heat that kind of tried to take over the, the, the uh, tried to like kind of take over the program. Uh, and that to me sounded kind of weird and funny. Um, have, have you uh, uh, had such a, a thing in your uh, past, Ralston? Yeah, well, we played on a team where it's not quite to that level, but I do recall we had, you know, the team, everybody was there to play for one particular coach. And then there was just a assistant coach who was just <laughs> assigned by the program to the team. And nobody particularly um, thought much of that coach. But the funny thing is, as that season went on, um, I started to hear, you know, things where it was like, hey, you know, whenever the, the head coach isn't here, the team actually plays better for the assistant coach. And then that oh, whole thing started. Wow. Remember that? Oh, that's gotta be hard. Yeah. I didn't hear. I, I didn't, I didn't, uh, Oh, I you, didn't remember that you, part. Yeah, you were on that team. Yeah. No, I know, but I didn't remember that part. Uh, I remember that, uh, that an assistant coach was liked more, but I yeah, didn't remember. Well, so, I mean, maybe it was some people were saying this, some people were saying, yeah, you know, the kids, the kids, uh, like to play for, for coach B. Uh -huh. um, they, they, they don't get as uptight. They're all scared of coach a, but they play, they actually were playing better when we, when coach B's there. And uh, I think I, I seem to recall that that year we even, there was like a little streak where we, we had, you know, we won a bunch, uh, a few games in a row that, that the assistant coach coached. Yeah, did we try was, to like get the other guy to go on vacation or anything like that? Or was that? No, no, it wasn't. No. It wasn't anything that, that uh, heavy duty, but it was, you know, so then there was like a, a group of people that were, you know, hey, like maybe we're better with coach, uh, with the assistant coach. That was weird. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, mean, I got one for you. What? You guys weren't involved in this. Is that um, we had an assistant coach and uh, on a personal level, great guy, just another dad on the team. Uh, you know, great guy. Everyone loved him on a personal level. And because people treated him so well, he got it in his head that, you know, the team plays better when I'm in charge and everybody loves me. So he went on this camp. I felt so bad. He went on this campaign uh, that he was going to take over the team. And uh, nobody had the heart to tell him that nobody wants to play for you as a coach. We love you as a dad. <laughs> nobody wants to play for you as a coach. And so he kind of went through the process and at a certain point it finally came out and his heart was broken. And, um, and then <laughs> what did he jump off the freeway uh, overpass or something? Uh, uh, you know, maybe how, how did it end? Did. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I was that did I break up again? Yeah. You, you, you went away for a little while, Lance, but we, we still love you. <laughs> I tell you, I have. I just, it just felt like there was going to be an ending to that, and then the coach uh, left, and now he's a hobo. And he, I really uh, thought it was going to be tragic myself as well, Lance. What happened at the end? Oh, he uh, he thought 
that he was going to run the table and the only person, the only It's not meant to be. We will yeah, not. We're never going to find out. That coach, we're never going to know what happened. Enigma. And I think in a way, I think our listeners probably are better off for it because rather than listening to our petty squabbling, they can imagine, exactly. they can imagine whatever happened to this dude. I mean, it could be like vivid. <laughs> So, so every right. time and, I go and, to answer your question, the signal cuts. I, we noticed that, Lance. I, I think I think I know what happened at the end of the story. He, he is now uh, just named the uh, new head coach of the Dallas Stars. Yes, uh, that's that's <laughs> yeah, how I, exactly it resolved. Yeah, what ended up happening was only his son voted for him to be coach. <laughs> oh, so there was a vote. It was, it was there was a vote, and it was one four and seventeen no. Oh. <laughs> That is an yeah, ego. Oh man. Uh, well, I gotta tell Wouldn't you. It'd be I funny didn't... though if the if the one vote was not his son. <laughs> <laughs> that would be even better, wouldn't it? It's like, hey, you know, some Jerry... other kid that just liked him. Yeah, yeah. Jerry, raise your freaking hand. Dad's awesome, dad. man. I, I voted on, for him. Did nobody else vote for him. Yeah, come on. Vote for your Seriously? own dad, Jerry. I did. How about how about Randy? The time that Randy and I pushed and pushed and pushed to get a coach and then do you remember his big audition for the job was when he decided to put in little johnny who had never scored a goal in like 10 years of hockey at the final minutes of the championship game and it was tied um i still remember it, you know like sometimes you put your faith in someone and uh, and they just exceed all expectations that was not one of those times. <laughs> right. It's like, I still don't, by the way, okay, this is a little off topic, but I still don't understand why like coaches uh, like don't have power play lines or, or PK lines. Uh, I have watched uh, like when, when you sit there and you watch like the four best players on the other team, make your power play go minus five over five games. And you just like, you can't, you have to have uh, a, a set of kids that can handle their four best players when you're on a power play. Uh, um, and, and as I recall, uh, that coach also had that same thing going on, which was that they would put out aspirational power uh, players because they really wanted them to score the winning goal. And, and what would happen, and this, when, when was this, like 2015, 16? Exactly, yes. Yeah. And, and you just sit there and you go, oh, come on, coach. This is the championship game. This is not the time to start, you know, like uh, completely, you know, like, oh, we'll put out five players and two of them are my favorites. Uh, and then they just go right past your favorites. Your four, the four other players on the other team, they're the number four guys. They're the top four because they want to win that game. And you want Jenny, you know, uh, Jerry to score a goal. Man, buddy, I, that still stings. If you, if you can't tell, Lance, that what, like seven years later, still stings a little bit. Oh, it stings. I, I've, uh, I still sting from it. You yeah, but I, I, I mean, the, 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 the good part is, you know, that stuff you get over fairly quickly uh, um, in the moment. But, uh, you know, like uh, it's also one of those things that like when you're trying to build a team, you really need to people, you know, like I, I think sometimes coaches think that they have as much time as they want to build a team, 
but man, if they don't show the parents or if they don't show the team that they're serious about what they're doing, they don't have that window is not as 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 big as they think. I mean, you have a little time right. to impress people for and this isn't just hockey, by the way, this is a lot of things. But I, I've seen a lot of people go, well, my program takes eight months for people to get it. And I'm like, no, you know, like nobody's going to wait eight months for you to for you to to explain your program, even if it's a great one. Um, you know, you, you're trying to build the team in the off season. You better get there and convince people quickly um, uh, that you know how what you're doing. Because uh, if you don't, uh, you know, it it just ends up being uh, another. You know, uh, y- you just you just have a very hard time building in that team. Yep, it's true. You know, you got to strike while the iron's hot. Yeah, and and to uh, and I I think sometimes. The, it's self-sabotage for some of these coaches where they're, they're like, uh, they just don't, you know, they, they, they would rather lose and, and have the excuse that they did it the right way or their favorite way, or their plan was, you know, something, uh, uh, noble. Um, they'd rather lose and, and, and have a good, you know, like, um, excuse for it than they would to really put, uh, their own, you know, match lines, put their own intellect to work and, and try to really out coach the other team, because if they really try and fail, I think that's embarrassing to them. But if they don't really try and just have noble ambitions, uh, they feel OK when they lose. Well, I, I think if the coach is, you know, is, has been consistent all year, but the problem is these things rarely feel consistent when you notice Hey, it's, uh, you know, like you're saying, it's, it's the semifinal. We, we, we've beaten this team a couple times, uh, but yet this is a close game where we're tied unexpectedly. Maybe now's not the time to suddenly change the entire scheme of what you were doing all year long and suddenly throw in the two guys that you've really seen coming on. Yeah. <laughs> That's maybe not the time for that. Uh, you know, and, and again, exactly, we all have coach, uh, again, the, the introduction of this topic was it's always easy to take it out on the coach and the coaches. We love you folks. Thank you so much. Uh, uh, are, are most often trying to do the job to the best of their abilities. Um, but I do think, uh, in hockey, you also find, uh, some, uh, inconsistencies among the coaching, uh, that you don't find in other sports. And I would like to see hockey do better with that. I mean, uh, I would like to see you get the coach that you were, that you signed up for. I would like to see him show up to practice uh, for every practice day. Uh, what I, I still remember coaches that would not play my kid if he missed a practice, but when they missed a practice, it seemed to be more like, eh, well, I had something better to do. And I'm like, dude, if you don't set the, you know, d- does that strike a chord with anybody? Yeah, the consistency oh, of course. is not there. So. Yeah. I mean, how do you, how do you uh, convince a group of kids that you are strict and you are, oh, no, if you miss practice, you don't, you don't play in the first period. And, and you start, you enforce that. And then, you know, you don't show up to the next uh, Monday practice. Tuesday, you have glitter and you smell like you were at a bar. And, and you show up, but <laughs> you don't necessarily, like, you're kind of sitting down on the bench a lot. Okay, how do you, 
how can you put those two things together that you have high standards for the people that you're coaching and you have less than high standards for your own, uh, you know, for consistency. As right. A, you know, the coaches get that thing on their wrist and you're like, were you in the hospital? <laughs> oh no, no, I, I actually, no, I, I, no, that's just something no. else. No, no, okay. that's, that's a barcode. <laughs> that, uh, that's a barcode that means I'm special. Yeah. Uh, so, well, uh, you know what else I, I really enjoy is, um, is when the coach um, has a rule for like your kid, where it's like, well, um, oh, you, you, you guys got there late. Well, yeah, we, yeah, we, we had a, an issue getting, getting to the game this morning. We actually had the wrong time uh, in the calendar. And uh, luckily, yeah, you know, we, we, one of, one of my teammates, uh, one of the parents said, you know, texted us and we're like, oh my God, we thought we had another hour. So we rushed over to the rink. Well, the kids got to sit for a uh, for a whole period because you know you're late. Okay. Then uh, about four games later, uh, two of the kids uh, on the team are are out. Uh, the, the dad got got lost or lost his keys or something, and uh, they were hiking, and they, they got there five minutes before. Plenty. That's that's uh, that's your first line. They they didn't uh, they didn't have to sit. It's like, uh, be consistent about what oh, you're doing. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, exactly. You know, but I've had soccer coaches that do that kind of stuff. Just so you know, uh, uh, one thing I will say is the, the inconsistency as a coach uh, applying rules to your star players and your non-star players, I've seen that in every sport. I have not seen the kind of weird hockey carousel of coaches in any other sport. So I, even though I, I'm right there with you, Raleigh, yeah. uh, I, I, what I'm, what I am, uh, you know, uh, I'm right there with you. Uh, I've seen that, but I have seen that in other sports and, uh, um, and, and that's that, uh, you know, that doesn't make it any better, by the way, uh, it's still uh, uh, pertinent, but it's just like, um, you know, favoritism is something that coaches, you know, uh, uh, by the way, and they think they're so sly. They think that the parents don't notice that the that you know one with the first line does a drill, they mess it up. They get to go like three more times to get it right. Second line does a drill, they you know the first pass they miss, they go third line. <laughs> You're like, God damn it! You know, like they had ten seconds uh, in the in the zone trying to do your drill. Uh, right. They messed it up, and you go straight to the next line. Then you get to your first line, and it's like, oh, they messed it up. Oh, they messed it up again. Oh, they messed it up again. Keep stick, keep on the stick with the puck. Stick with the puck. You're like, oh Jesus. You know, you're not that sly coach. Everyone can see that what you do is you spend a lot of time with that line. Now, luckily, my kid was on that line uh, in many cases, uh, and so I didn't feel quite as bad. But everyone notices it. I mean, favoritism. Uh, although an another topic, uh, favoritism in hockey is something that uh, I don't know how you guys feel about it, but it's something that it's, it's like a five album. That's an entire week of podcasts. If you ask me. Right. Oh, it's horrible. Yeah, well, unless it's your kid. I, I think <laughs> you've got to see, um, but, but, you know, I, I will say this. I feel like, um, okay. Honestly, I would rather see a team where I look at it and I feel like the coach wants every player to get better 
you, if you've got a situation where you've got, let's say a power play line and all your law and you go through a stretch for like a month and your team has not scored a power play and you've had 50 power play opportunities and you put the same kids out many times for the entire power play and they're not scoring. There's a certain point with your kid is not getting that opportunity that you can't help but resent the fact that, hey, you're not even giving a chance to anybody else. You're just sticking with your your, your favorites. And, you know, maybe uh, sometimes it's there's there's good reason for it. But some, you know, every I think everybody's probably had the experience at least once or twice where they're like looking at it going, why is that one kid? Uh, seem to be on the, you know, get, get every opportunity and they're just not producing. What, what, why? Like I, my kid can, can fail and not, and not score for 30 straight power plays too. Uh, I, I'd like to see, I him don't know if your kid opportunity. Could, to be honest, I've seen your kid play. I think he'd, he'd net a couple. Uh, so, <laughs> so what, what you're well, saying, isn't that what you're saying, like, Dave is not completely true he would score a few times on that power play. I mean, it definitely times. had a year where it was like uh, the kid wasn't getting the chances. And then, and yet for the number of chances he got, he had like a, a, a ridiculous amount of, of goals. Uh, they were like game winning goals in, in the stretch. And I remember the coach that year even said something to me about it. He was like, Oh, you know, and I'm like, I, I felt like going, yeah, well maybe give him a, a few more opportunities. Uh, you know, right. Yeah. It, it just, my 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 famous story of that was semifinals. Uh, you know, in the playoffs, we're in the semifinals, and same thing. Guy kept going back to the same line. Uh, it was a one-one game. Would not go from his favorite five on the power play. Meanwhile, we went zero for eight. They went one for two. They won by one goal on the power play with about three minutes left. Eliminated us. Right. That is frustrating. You know, like you said, come on. Oh, for at what point do you give up on them and let someone else take a crack? Yeah. I'm, I'm not even exaggerating when I say, you know, uh, there was, there was a team uh, I, I recall where, you know, it we're watching and it's like a lot of games. We, that team would have won if we just scored on one freaking power play, but that the team in general would outplay was my kid on that power play. Just so I know, I, I gotta know. I, I, <laughs> no, I really no, want to know. No. Okay. Thank a, God. I was just, I was really, I was really sweating over here in Lancet's <laughs> overheated apartment. No, it's not. Uh, it was not a team like that. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah. I was like, Oh man, is Raleigh talking about something where my kid was out there for 50 hours and, and never yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. my feelings. Anyway, he would never tell you that. Not to my face, but he's in—he's uh, he, all the way across in Vietnam. I think he has enough distance between us that he could say whatever he wants. Actually, he's from exactly. Philadelphia. He always says whatever he wants. There's no way you can—you can't put uh, a guy from Philly down. He—he he says what he wants to say. That's good, right? Yeah, that's what I mean. He's a straight uh, now. So uh, are we? Are we? Are we done with this topic? Or yeah, no, uh, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, in fact, I was just about to say something like. Uh, gentlemen, I think we call it a day. Episode three sounds so good already. I, I don't. I almost don't want to. I almost don't want to tack anything onto this. It's been it, that it, golden. I, I, I no, do no want to rapid uh, fire. Well, well, oh. I do want to um, um, correct something that I I've said, and I've been thinking about this now for a few weeks. I listened back to an old podcast, and, and I, I was pretty embarrassed. Uh, uh, we were talking about Matt Nieto. 
don't know if you guys recall yeah. this conversation. Yeah. And I said something like, you know, had a good career <laughs> and uh, felt pretty stupid because Matt Nieto is uh, currently in the NHL playing for the, uh, the Anaheim Ducks. So uh, apologies to uh, Matt Nieto. Uh, I've, I've seen uh, who is one of our listeners. So he called you on it. Yeah. Really? Well, the, the, the uh, 2100 uh, uh, people who listen to this every month, are all shocked and ashamed at the fact that they got their information <laughs> on Matt well, Nieto. I mean, from out, you, out of 2,100, there could be, you know, at least a, a couple hundred that understand the NHL better than apparently I do. So uh, I, I had to uh, correct that. Uh, also, you know, um, it, it's kind of cool. I got to say a, a nice thing that um, part of the thing that, that uh, made me aware of this is that uh, my son had been working out with a coach the last uh, number of years on skills here in California. And he is work. He's uh, used to be a teammate of uh, Matt Nieto. And now, you know, uh, he basically works him out with a, a, about two or three other NHL uh, players. So that's how I kind of figured it out that, Oh, geez, maybe I should look into this. I was like, Oh yeah, he's still got a contract. So. I think uh, I've got a mea culpa in me as well. If, if you don't mind. Yeah. I, let's, I, let's, let's get, yeah. let's let, let the healing begin. No, I was listening back to the tape uh, on, on several occasions. I have, uh, uh, I have referred to the uh, California golden bears uniforms as the ugliest in California. Now mm -hmm. that upon reflection, uh, that is not right. Actually the entire United States are looking. I've looked at all of it. There's nothing uglier than the California Golden Bears in the entire continuous. Ouch. Uh, USA. All yeah. right. Wow. Yeah. So brutal so, honesty. Uh, but... Yeah, no brutal honesty. But I, I really feel bad because of the original. I just I limited them and the ugliness of their uniforms to one state. And I didn't even think about all the other states that their uh, uniforms could be uglier than. And, um, you know, you have to dig deep. You have to do the research that others are afraid to do. You need to come to the table with a fresh viewpoint. And uh, I looked, I said, and I'm like, no, it's the ugliest I've ever seen. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you have to go out there and, and I'm very sorry. I, I limited the, uh, the bears to uh, just having the ugliest. It takes, it takes a big man. Yeah. Yes. And a big butt dig deep and yeah. really, you know, and admit that you were, uh, wrong. Correct. Originally. Yeah. I was really, I, I did not take all the things into all the variables into account. I apologize to anyone in the organization. Uh, you guys, uh, you guys know who you are. Well, well, in the spirit of that, may I say that with a nod to Lorenz, I don't make any mistakes, do I? <laughs> Not that he's hurt. No, no, exactly. No, no. Perfect, according to Lorenz. No, Lorenz is uh, our Swiss listener uh, who has, has been on the podcast several times now. And I think all of us can uh, uh, appreciate the fact that Lorenz, you know, sometimes uh, says it a little too straight to Lance about uh, the way he, he kind of lauds his own children's uh, uh, hockey. And uh, uh, I think you're right. Uh, you, should, you should apologize to uh, Lorenz for, uh, for having um, put him on the spot like that. Exactly. <laughs> well, well, like I, I, I tell Lorenz, if it's the truth, it's not bragging. Oh, man, you're so American. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't think in Switzerland you can even say that. I, I think the minute you say that in Switzerland, people are like, they throw like breadcrumbs at you. And, you know, I don't know. They, 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 they take away your later host. And I, I, I really, I think that's really bad form. So, please. 
Well, I apologize for that. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> anything else, uh, Ralston? Would you like to apologize for anything else? I mean, that you, this very embarrassing. No, slip of the I, thing. I heard a couple other things that I said that were stupid too, but I've forgotten. <laughs> oh. That's the beauty of getting old. You we do not bad. believe you, Coach. You are, you are the sharpest. Uh, uh, you are the sharpest uh, mind on the podcast. Although that's not exactly. <laughs> I mean, I, I, yeah, I, it's not exactly the compliment that I'm sure you're looking for. But yeah, you are the sharpest. So, so anyway, uh, that is episode three. Uh, uh, please, please uh, engage, involve, inform yourself, and uh, write in to youthhockeypodcast at gmail.com with any questions uh, about. Uh, and if you have an uglier uniform that you maybe I am not doing my research. If you can find, go ahead and Google uh, California Golden Bears and look at, look at the, their uniforms. And then if you can find something and you can show it to me, I will, I will recount, I'll recant. I will recant what I said and, 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 uh, and amplify how ugly the new uniform is. Uh, uh, so please just let me know. I, I could be, you know, I could be wrong. Uh, I don't Is there want... any gold left in the Golden Bears no, uniform? There's I no gold. It is teal. Wondering about that. It is teal and um and red and um uh, when we played there it was uh very much a gold uh was part of the uniform black and gold yeah black yeah they were gold and black but you know they decided i I think they decided to like shock people with you know a new uniform that they i don't know i have no idea by all your expectations that's what i think they were doing they they were expectation defiers and in 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 so doing, they 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 really come up with something that I, I find to be unpleasant to the eye. That uh, is but, funny. But please, youthhockeypodcast at gmail.com. Send me a picture of what you consider to be the, the worst uniform you've ever seen. And I will gladly, I will gladly put it on the podcast, uh, let others know. Uh, and maybe you can make fun of a, a local team near you. I mean, that's 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 part of the fun, right? Yeah, you could do that. Exactly. Yeah. So thanks for listening. And uh, remember, we're never we're, we're never mean. We're, we're always uh, just trying to poke good fun at all the people out there and hopefully inform uh, a couple parents about uh, the, the situations that uh, keep on going on. And if you know about it, you, you might be a little bit more ready for it and a little more calm and happy as the season goes along. So from Coach Ralston and uh, Lance Alexander, this is RJ Gifford, and uh, we are out for episode three. Thanks for listening. Remember to visit Gabe Gifford Hockey. The link is in the description and the webpage below.